Yes, it's Debbie. If you are looking for, you are looking. Okay, let me let me let me just try that over again. Hey guys, it's Debbie. If you you kitties out there are looking for a music show to just tune into and get all of your musical yayas, you have to just check out Vanzig Studios Music Podcast. Do it right now, so you can soak up all that goodness. Yeah, do it. Welcome to Vanzig Studios Rock and Roll for Airheads. Today is a phone call with artist Amy Bishop. A M I E Bishop. My name is Mickey Squeeze, and I am the guitarist for Midnight Mob and Misfit Saints, both of which you could listen to on Spotify. I'm also a curator for the company Reverb Nation, and you could check that out at reverbnation.com. And if you want to submit your band to any opportunities playing main stages or in doing all sorts of stuff, uh, placements and song placements and whatever. Uh, Reverb Nation is a free place to go do that, and I am one of the people that listens to the music and gives my two cents. Um, so today is a phone call with Amy Bishop, A-M-I-E Bishop, and I'm going to keep saying A-M-I-E because Amy Bishop with a Y, if you Google that, is a serial killer. Uh, and her original name she was going by was Amy Joe, who is the Pink Power Ranger. So it's a little distinction on how to find this person. Person, You can find her at theamybishop.com, and uh, that's where you'll find all her information. Or you can find her on Spotify as Amy Bishop, A-M-I-E, or Instagram, the Amy Bishop. And she is a singer and songwriter from Hot Springs, Arkansas, and she's looking to do some shit with music. Uh, she's made it a priority, and she wants to make it a career, and she, right now she's having a really hard time putting a band together. Uh, she's it's, Her pool in Arkansas is really small, and she's just looking to collaborate, and she kind of has no time to stop and sit around and try to play matchmaker with all the musicians in the area and keep paying money out for people and stuff. So she's trying to do as much as she can on her own. So during this whole COVID time, she took the time to learn a little bit more about, you know, using a DAW system and things like that. Uh, and and we've actually kept in touch um, prior to this because we did, uh, Carly and I did an episode where we were going through my curation playlist. We put up a couple songs. One of her songs was the song, and we gave our perspective on it. Just some constructive criticism. Uh, we, we don't look to put down anyone on this podcast because it's really a waste of time to do so. We just want to give some insight, be that sixth guy, say, hey, listen, you know, I haven't heard your stuff. I got fresh ears, and this is what I'm hearing. You know, you could use it, not use it. It's totally up to you. You could tell me to go fuck myself. That's totally cool. But I feel like I would be doing a disservice if I didn't say something. Because you can, when you're really, really early on in your career and stuff, you can't really go wrong. Like everyone thinks you're making, you, you might be making a wrong step too early. And um, no, you correct it. Take criticism, correct, 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 and you'll figure it out and you'll get your shit together eventually. Um, we have a really awesome conversation. It, the first hour of it, we talk about her and her music and things of that nature. In the second hour of it, we go into more technical things like um, distribution and performing rights organizations and how would you approach your band uh, if you wanted to name the band things of that type of a sensitive matter and song splits and all sorts of crazy shit. Um, it was a really great conversation. And uh, she actually recently hit me up to say, hey, listen, can you throw some guitar, uh, maybe some bass down on this track that I'm working on? And I'm totally cool with that. So I'm looking into doing that with her. 
And you can find me at airheads at vanzikstudios.com. And maybe we can start up a conversation, talk to your band, uh, feature your band or something like that, and figure something out. I just want to help bands get uh, another internet footprint out there uh, just to help promote them. I'm, I'm focusing on music that is not on the massive Spotify playlist, that is not on heavy rotation on Sirius, that's not on heavy rotation anywhere. I'm focusing on that band that should be there, but since it's a so cutthroat and maybe your networking pool is small, you can't get there for whatever reason. Or, you know, honestly, you don't have the money to pay someone off to get it on there. I mean, that's kind of how it works too. So use me as much as you can. It's, I'm not charging anyone anything, and I just want to help bands out. And you can check my website out at vanzikstudios.com. All my information is over there. And again, hit me up, airheads at vanzikstudios.com. We could get talking. Be cool. Enjoy. Don't be a fuck. Peace out. Wow, look at this podcast. Everglades Rhythm. What does that even mean? It's a flamingo. It's like him clacking his knee backwards. For it's like... about slutty alligators. Just yeah, fucking his... everything. They're just like... There's prostitute alligators. Have you seen my sister? <laughs> fucking that boa constrictor. <laughs> What, what's my cousin's name? Oh, yeah, cousin Dobby. Hello. Oh, oh hello. There you are. Jesus fucking Christ. As a little yeah. bit of a to-do, huh? <laughs> we were just talking about uh, prostitute alligators for a minute. Yeah, we are just talking about Florida. Just passing oh. the time. <laughs> I used to live there, man. I love that place. Yeah, what part? Let's see, I lived in a... Eglin Air Force Base when I was in the military, and then I went down to Tampa for a little bit with my ex-husband when I was married. I dig it. There's a bunch of alligators down in that. Hello? Amy? Did we lose Amy already? Is that what that robot sound was? Can you hear me? You're back. Hey. Hey. We thought we scared you away. I She's don't like, know ah, what's going on? I thought an alligator took you took you down already. Yeah. All right. How do I do my do not disturb shit? If you do have an iPhone, you swipe up and you'll see a little moon and you're gonna click the moon. I think I did it. I hit do not disturb. Yep, that should be it. <laughs> <laughs> that should be pretty good right there. I mean, you learn shit every day, you know? Like, this is just one of those days that you learn some shit. <laughs> That's all it is. I need an iPhone 10. It's just easier. I have a... Yeah, I got one of these... Um, the iPhone that they came out with last year. Uh, the, with the cheaper one. It was like $200, $300. That they're budget-friendly iPhones. <laughs> and it's fucking amazing. Budget-friendly, my ass. It's like 300 bucks. Yeah, it's not a thousand though, which is what they normally go for. So I'm I'm cool with that. All right, so Amy, Amy, I gotta know what's going on with your musical adventure because I'm a little I'm a little confused on Amy Joe Bishop. Who is Amy Joe Bishop? You got oh. a couple of you got Render, you got Trip Jonesy, you got Amy Joe Bishop, then you have oh. Amy Bishop, and you got dance music, you got acoustic music, you got some '90s alternative sounding music. I don't and and I don't know what's going on. So what are you doing? You got that damn right, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on either. So the dealio is, you get with the band, 
and you try to start doing like your music and blah 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 and then the some of the band doesn't want to cover it some of the band does and then it's like that falls apart you start over and then you go you know what screw it I'm going on my own and I'm just going to start collaborating with whoever I can collaborate with so when COVID happened which this is like everybody's downfall COVID really kind of just went down the tube with everybody it's like it's almost like everybody around here just decided to quit and I was like well man we gotta all like keep going and but there's only a few people that did so I just decided just to do my own thing and just and just go with it and that's basically it and then I'm also at the same time I work uh I do some contract work for the film industry so I kind of just project right and then it's like I might as well just go ahead and throw it out there you know just throw it out there on Spotify and stream it just to see what happens it's contract work for the film industry that's music so you're doing music right like scores and stuff right I would say I'm more of a song a multi-genre songwriter and um and then I just try to get some badass people to collaborate with you know and it's or or whoever's willing to just work and get the work done. That seems to be the hard part right there is somebody who's really wanting to do it. So are you um, planning on like doing well, I know I've seen stuff on Instagram where you're doing um, shows and stuff. Yes. Um, is it like whoever shows up in your band that day kind of deal? Like since it's such a sounds like a, a grab bag of musicians. It is a grab bag. Um, so. I have to go back about a year. That band broke up because of COVID. They were, there were a few people that, you know, and they had every reason to believe that they were going to get sick. So sure. that just kind of fell off. And then, so I was like, Hey, I need a guitarist. And I had a friend hook me up with one and I was trying to form a band and I actually did form a band, but all the gigs shut down, you know? Mm. So we were like, all right. And then everybody just wanted to duet. So me and the lead guitarist just pretty much were a duet through the whole entire COVID. And then Arkansas opened back up. We're like at a hundred percent capacity. We're full blown open. And yeah. And it's, and so we just had our first show as a full band um, last couple weekends ago, I guess. And we still don't even know, we don't even know what our band name is yet. We're just like up there in whatever land we're just kind of like, it's just so weird. You know what I mean? It's just such a weird <laughs> phase right now. And they're all about covering some of my stuff, but I, you know, it's, I don't want to force anything on them. I'm, I'm content with sitting here just writing and just releasing and then doing some shows here and there. And, and I've got some other ideas like how to do it without a band. You know, there's all sorts of little avenues you can take. So well, well, I would have to have a guitar, but I can't play worth a shit. So <laughs> you're a drummer, say, right? You told me I can I can drum. I'm not going to say that I would play in a band. No, but I can probably do. I can pull off some white stripes. Okay, there you that's, go. Okay. Yeah. That sold a lot of shit, so that's good enough. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can I can do some drums. I can do a little guitar. Okay. Um, I play. I mostly play keys. 
But when I'm live, don't you just don't want me? <laughs> You're not reliable. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah, when it's live, it's just I cannot like that is my downfall. I cannot sing and play at the same time. I can't. I gotta like lay all my music tracks down and then sing on top of it later. So what has your recording process been like through this whole COVID thing? Like, is it is it like ex you know send files here, send files there? Are you getting together in small pieces? Or what are you doing through this whole COVID thing? Well, I think you're kind of there for that. Like, I hit you up and I was like, dude, <laughs> how's New York? Yeah. And I was like. I think I'm going to learn GarageBand because I never like sat and just mix stuff. You know, I'm always the sure. one that's, like laying some vocal tracks mm -hmm. and that's the, how the process began. I just figured that out. What We had plenty of time. So I just figured that out and then I kind of advanced from there. And then uh, my husband decided to get personas and then we're doing that. It's just like a whole bunch of stuff. And so I just started like, laying down some stuff that I had written just old just you know stuff that you have this way back when that you put back in this like mental file and I just sure. kind of pulled it out and then uh I would just kind of just hit up whoever like I'd find a guitarist that I knew like I've got this one buddy he was in this really cool like heavy metal band I don't know if you remember it's called Bleed the Sky no I'm not sure and, I have to uh, look it up are they on Spotify yeah, they're bad. I have to check it out. Yeah. Cool. Well, they toured with like Devil Driver. Oh, I know Devil Driver. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're awesome. Well, his name's Justin Warwick and he actually lives in this town and I hooked up with him and I was like, "Hey man, can you like you're going to be my first guitar. I'm going to lay down <laughs> on my little computer at the house." And he was like, oh, "Okay." So he brought over his like uh dinosaur amp and everything, you know. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we plugged it in, and no kidding, I, I we're about to release a song, and no shit, y'all, I I laid that down with a blue ball microphone. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, a freaking blue ball, and um, and then I don't even have a really nice recording mic. I have a voiceover mic that I use for auditions, and it's it's pretty cheesy. I don't even know what it is, it, but then I use my um my stage mic right now is a, um, is a recording microphone for in the studio and it's a Sennheiser. Sennheiser. Okay. Yeah. It's like a dynamic. And then, um, yeah, I'll just have some guitars come over and I'll, I'll arrange everything. I'll write everything. And then I'll have a guitarist come over. And the, the moment they put something on it though, it just turns it all into something different. And I rewrite the whole damn thing. Sure. Now, there is a guy yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. there is a guy that um during the shutdown he's in he's in california and he's a nurse and i'm also i've got a history of being a nurse too i quit about two years ago just to do music all the time oh cool and so he was on lockdown and he's a musician and um he sent me this song and we met on twitter and he was like Hey, what do you think of this? And I listened to it and it was kind of like um southern rock slash Americana kind of a thing. Okay. And, so I, and I was like, hey, and I'm I'm really good with um with bass lines. 
Like cool. if you, you give me a bass line, I can write to that more than I can a lead guitar. So he sent me the bass line, nice dog. And then I. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Martha we Stewart? Say, yeah, we were just saying she's so loud. Is that Oscar? <laughs> it's uh, uh, Martha, oh, Martha Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, Martha, Martha Stewart. Stewart? Yeah, oh, she's, a, she's a chihuahua thing. Oh, God. Yeah, so then he just sent that. And yeah, it was back and forth, back and forth, just files. And then I would be like, hey, okay, I got an arrangement. And I was like, I need a little bit of a, a little riff right here, a little tag, uh, you know, and then just, and he would just do it. And then. Amy, did you cut out? Sorry, my phone did it again. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> the phone went to a slumber mode. It did. It went to sleep. Yeah, so what I'm doing now is just totally different than what I was doing before. I'm still performing live. There's some of my songs in the live shows. I'm trying to get a thing where it's like me and just a guitarist with like a DJ deck going because it's just, it's so hard to just get a band right now. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So. So, so what's your, what's your goal out of it? I'm hearing so much different music from you, like, uh, and I hear certain things are. Um, I would say your voice is more suited for than others. Uh, so I was just curious on so where where you're going with it. Well, I think at first when I'm okay, so everything is so funny how like COVID is like the timeline for everything now. It's like everybody's goals changed. Um, <laughs> so before I was just wanting to be in a band and just play and try to write and you write mm -hmm. with your band, right? Well, that all changed. And so my, my goals had to change. And so basically now it's just, I'm just going to write and I don't care what I write. I don't, it's, well, I do care. I care, you know, right. <laughs> I, do, I do fucking care. And but if somebody wants me to write something for a film or a project or I want to pitch it. So that's what I've just been focusing on now is trying to write stuff that's sellable. Okay. Um, I just feel like um, streaming. Um, streaming is tough. And um, I'm, not, I'm not really getting far like that. I get further with my live shows than I do streaming. So yeah, you'll never you'll you just in general you won't make money off streaming. Like yeah. it just unless you're um, selling out arenas, then you'll then you'll see a, a somewhat of a chunk come through. But if you're if you're the average musician streaming, it's really just a platform just to get your music out there for more ears to come to your show, really, or buy merchandise, you know, but sure exactly or whatever. Exactly. And at first, you know, when you first jump into it, you think, oh, this is going to be great. Everybody's going to hear my music and everything's going to be, no, no. It's like, uh, uh. so then I just focused on, um, just putting myself out there everywhere, everywhere I possibly can just everywhere. And that has become just a, um, very stressful part of the job. Is, is, that, um, is that the social media component trying to keep up with the Joneses with all that shit? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it and sucks. It, <laughs> yeah. You know part I mean? of it, it's the shittiest it's part of all that. <laughs> it's awful. It takes it away is. time that you could be doing music and you have to sit there on your phone. It's a pain in the ass. 
jerk yeah. off with filters and stuff. Yeah, it's like a lot. <laughs> yes, y'all. It's like I have to schedule a part of my day to do that shit. And you have to do it at certain times. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta catch yeah. gotta catch those peak waves. That's yeah, who's right. eating a sandwich? I know you're eating a sandwich, you fuck. You know, you're gonna yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's one thirty three in the afternoon. Send you're out taking a, a, a shit. I know you just had your morning coffee. You're taking a shit. You're gonna look at your phone. Oh, and it better be some quality content. Yeah. Yeah, because there's a lot of shit content for while you're shitting. You better so wear you a lot put of... Good, you want good content for while people yeah. are shitting. A lot of pictures wearing dresses. Yeah. Dress <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, a lot of dresses and teacups. Yeah, it's fucking so ridiculous. Yeah, it's... Oh, you, you, I've become ridiculous. I'm ridiculous. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to admit it. It's like, wow, my husband, he's like, dude i'm like i gotta catch up on my followers <laughs> it's like, and you do like, i yeah. do yeah you kind of do well it's weird i don't know <sighs> like no so, i love it like you love it because you're like oh hey you're there you know it's like all right and but then mm-hmm. it's like man <laughs> it's a double-edged write. sword yeah there's a there's a lot going on with the social media aspect of things. Yeah, yeah it, I'm just, it, it sucks. I'm just trying not to overthink anything, and I'm just like writing. And if someone comes along and they can help me write it, or and I'm just throwing them out there. I don't care what they are. If it's like, because I like I just write so many different songs, and it's um, I've got tons of new other stuff just lined up, ready to in the queue, just ready to come out. And it's just all different. It's all so different. It's tricky for you because I'm hearing, when I hear the music, it sounds like a lot of hands kind of just randomness on it. And, you know, now I'm hearing, you know, you want to sell it. And that, so that makes a lot of sense. You're just, you're just creating and putting stuff out there and stuff like that. But what's really hard for you, you're going to get such an inconsistency with performance because you're going to have you're going to have different drummers, different bass players, different guitar players, they all and they're all going to have their creative input and not all of it's going to be good. And then you're going to have to somehow filter that shit and you're going to be so pissed off with the inconsistency of everything. It almost creates like a negative like like if there's one piece of advice that I would just give you is to find your core. Like like find your drummer, your bass player and your guitar player that you feel you or sound, sound or at least find with. one of those that is like your go-to and the two of you are the core definitely then it would be your drummer because right. because drummer pick up a bass play some fucking four string single note shit you can write your melodies over that because when you're writing a song like your hooks hooks are melodies no one gives a flying fuck about anything else it's your melodies you can play an a chord just commute the shit out of it and if you do a creative vocal melody over it that's what sells and it's your sure. lyrical it's your lyrical content too so it's got to be something that people can hear and connect with otherwise they're going to be like i don't fucking care and it could be connecting with on a deep personal thing or it could be connecting with on a silly fucking weird thing um or a super aggressive thing you know for whatever whatever you're doing um right. you know i hear so much music where I don't know what anybody's selling. No, I'm not a lyric guy. I never really was. Like, I just I just listened for catchy shit. And mm-hmm. that's either guitar lines or the vocal melodies or whatever. And then because they're catchy, you just remember lyrics anyway. But when you hear it, like, like if you listen to um, 
like I listen to a lot of hair metal, right? And mm-hmm. I mean that's the goofiest lyrical shit you'll ever hear on the entire fucking face of the planet. Love and, it. But it's amazing. But because mm-hmm. the the songs are so goddamn catchy, like it's, it's how can you fucking not want cherry pie? Like it's, it's, it's <laughs> how can it's, you it's not want cherry pie? <laughs> or rock Fuck, like a hur- or rock now. like a hurricane. Yeah, know? yeah. Or round learn, and round. Learn great things like easy come, easy go. I didn't know that. I learned it through you. You know, it's, it's like. A- so like these stupid shit. I learned it from you. Yeah. I learned it from you. Thank God, Winger. <laughs> Kip, you taught me shit. I learned it from but, you, mommy. Yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. Hair, hair metal is everyone's mom and dad. You just learn shit from them. It's great. Yeah, yeah. They just give you all these morals. You know, more things oh. come, more more things change the same, whatever the fuck it is. And um, David Lee Roth is everyone's cool aunt. Everyone knows that. Yeah, fuck yeah. And he's a gigolo. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's that. great. I don't, I don't like even get it. Aunt Linda. He's great. Yeah. And he's a fucking martial artist, too. I don't know if you know that, but he, <laughs> he is. He's a, a sword guy. He's, he's, he's a sword guy, actually. <laughs> yeah, he, he's legit lived in Japan me. and shit. <laughs> hey, he's a swordsman. <laughs> but, like, yeah, if there's any, if there's any advice I'd, I'd give you, it'd be find a drummer, pick up a bass, and, well, I've got, I've got yeah. them. I do. I've got them, and they're they're booked for like all my gigs coming up. the The problem is, it's like I would have to say the difference between here, where I'm at, and where you're at, is the uh, the swimming pool. Mine is much smaller, so looking for a drummer in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is about. 35,000 people. Yeah, I was going to say, you're like in a, like a park, a national park or something? Yeah, it's tiny. So, so there's like three drummers. And 5,000 yeah. bears or something. Right. And, yeah. got, and all of those drummers are committed to like four other different projects. You know, so I've got a great drummer. His name is Jay. He's badass. But with Jay, he's got four other projects. So mm-hmm. he's not going to come over here and just meet up with me weekly and just lay some shit down. You know what I mean? He'll, does he have a, to... does Jay have um, some sort of recording mechanism at his place? No. No. Uh, does he have a phone? Yeah, he does. He has a okay. phone. <laughs> so what I would recommend, and this is we do this for all our shit. Even when it's just me and Carly, she bangs on the drums and I'll play guitar to it or whatever. Um, and she's not a drummer, but she's like White Stripes good. So it's good enough. Uh, yeah, that's all you need. Hey, that's me. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all you I need. Just get him to be like, hey, listen, can you just record me a beat for like three minutes and kind of riff off of it a little bit? And, you know, don't go jazz odyssey on it. Just give me a fucking a beat. Yeah, just and the straight up Billy Idol beat that. He's going to send it to you in like a text message. You're going to get in a text message. And then you're going to be like, okay, cool. Let me, do I vibe with this beat? What can I write off this beat? And kind of keep it moving that way. At least it keeps the um, creativity kind of flowing. Right. You keeps know? the juices fresh. Yeah. Cause I mean, me and Carly do this all the time. I have like 5,000 fucking weird demos of her playing the drums and me playing guitar and i listen back to them all the time I'm oh like, yeah this is awesome i'm glad i recorded this because we could definitely do work with this one and some of them you're like fuck it i can't do anything with it you know but at least you have the other ones right you know you know so like if if his whole thing is i'm busy with other things 
maybe you could at least get him to commit to record playing throwing down his phone on the floor. Don't put right. it like up high. You don't want the, all those cymbal crashes. No, no, nah, nah, you want the bass. You want the bass coming That's in. That's right. Just throw it inside the kick. Just throw yeah, it, yeah, it right in there. <laughs> <laughs> right in there. Just it's not going to get any closer on. than that. Just put a towel on it. Yeah. <laughs> but leave the camera on so you could sell it to National Geographic for like inside a whale type footage. <laughs> and then use the music that he made as the soundtrack for Inside the Whale. <laughs> that was fucked up. so have you had any uh placement um things that came through yeah let's see um i've got tune in that's that americana tune it got placed in a short oh i like that one yeah that one that one reminded me of that band uh shivery that did like the the like kind of theme for kill bill 2 like that main song that was like the theme at the end of the movie or like somewhere in the movie. It like oh, gave me those vibes. About. Yeah, it had those vibes. I'm also making turkey bacon. I don't know if you guys can hear that. I could hear everything you're doing, Carl. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> Sorry. I hear you, Amy. Yeah, uh, it got placed in a short and it's doing well in festivals. Okay. And then um, after that, a racer was placed in another short. And oh, it's just. Okay. Yeah, it just came out in festivals, and I'm actually project writing for another one that I, I can't say yet. Can't say anything about it. Well, it's a secret. I know, it's a secret. And then um, that's it so far. I mean, I'm getting placed. I'm not going on, like, song track, you know, to find placement, which I probably should. I probably should. The fuck is Song that. Trader? What's Song know? Trader? Um, it's another place where you can go and just like pitch your songs. They've got, it's kind of like Reverb Nation. You okay. can go, oh. you know, you can submit like uh, offering $1,600 for this. And you've got to fit that genre. You kind of, you know, just like Reverb, you kind of got to go in and go, okay, do I fit that? You know, and I might, I might not, but I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to submit. And then they turn you down and you get turned down like 50 million damn time <laughs> oh that's cool though yeah so you haggle you haggle a little bit yeah so there's that and i was doing that for a bit and then i just kind of gave up on it a little bit i feel like i'm still kind of trying to find like what this new thing is all about since uh last year so and i think i'm there it's just uh it's coming it's coming it's on its way, whatever it is. So yeah. are you still are you still inputting to Reverb Nation or did you give up? Um, I gave up. I did. I'm still on there. I still I go in about once a month and I update it, you know, just to kind of because I've got a lot of fans on there and I don't want to give them up. And I like there's a bunch of people I communicate with on there. Cool. But, um, I had to get a I had to get my own website. Ever since then, well, it's just you're broke. I'm broke right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, broke. yeah, yeah, money sucks. <laughs> I know, no, so that's it. So, what's the website? Uh, it's well, I guess Amy Bishop was taken. I don't know, somebody spells their name like me, it's weird. So, I had to do <laughs> the Amy Bishop, okay. And, and no lie, it's kind of cool in a weird way. But there's an Amy Bishop out there, and it's A M I E B I S H O P. 
that's a murder. Yeah, wait, did you go to the website and see what it was? Like, is it even musical related or is it like a taxidermist or like, what is it? I went there and it said that it, that the website domain name is taken. So oh, so they don't even know what it is yet. Uh-uh. It's taken. Like somebody's owns it or something, but it, they don't use it. But there is an Amy Bishop out there, and it turns out she's a freaking murderer. Oh, oh. shit. And she's yeah. making a website about it. I know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, I'm working on an EP right now just to kind of get my own kind of sound down. Sure. Cause and what is that sound? I would, man, I would say it's like a mix of it's definitely there's that metal crunch you know those crunch metal guitars in there that are chugging okay you got the you got the chugging guitars and then you got your high-pitched vocals but i'm not a real you know how in, in metal you've got like your cleans and you got your screams i'm kind of more of a um mostly singy than you're, you're like more evanescency yeah, I would say that, but she's too I think her voice is too pretty. Like it's um way pretty. It's not I'm not saying it's bad. It's just um You want a more not, grit. Yeah, I'm more gritty. Well I think I am. And then it's got like an electronic sound, which is pretty pretty standard right now. You just throw some electronics on it and it's all kind of floating in the background. And I try to do as much original stuff as I can, you know, with drums and the guitars. But then I like to throw in the electronic stuff on top. So what bands are you uh, kind of like you taking influence from to do this? I would say like my number one influence when it comes to like to music, there's there's a few. I would say Robert Plant is a vocal influence and Ian Wilson's a vocal influence. Yeah, definitely heart for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, then like one that really like digs into me and it's always has is Portishead. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that jazzy, bluesy kind of yeah. electronic ambient shit. Yeah, and just how she's just kind of a trip, man. She's, yeah. She's a trip. And then uh, another one is Susie and the Banshees. I just... I oh, I love them. Her voice yeah. is cool, too. It's uh, that, that, like, 80s, like, new wavy, like, dungeon. Yeah. But, like, it's a female who's yeah. keeper of the dungeon. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I go. Okay, because when I was hearing um, your music, and I was thinking, man, like what, like if I were hanging out with Amy, you know, and I was thinking, hmm, then shit how- would change if you were hanging yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if I shit were to give <laughs> some 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 outside. Uh, perspective of of what you're doing as far as your music because the whole thing is trying to find your what is your voice and what does it work well with and then how do i exploit the fuck out of it that's kind of like the 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 game to to get the most out of what you're doing that's and so like so i'm hearing all your music and different stuff and i hear like uh the acoustic one um which i can't think of the name at the moment and see, uh, that's, when t- I was, that's when I was doing folk music. That's when um, me and I were playing some folk, folk sounds. Your voice, <laughs> your voice sits perfectly in that. Like, it sounds very natural, sounds very good in that. Um, the other one that I heard was um, in Eraser. It sounded like, okay, you, this is kind of your thing. Uh, the dance songs, the one that I was like, 
I felt like the closest to where you were going with it was the shoulder to shoulder one. It felt that one like is like a big hit. <laughs> that's like the best, the best pocket for your da- of your dance music is definitely like is that song for sure. Like you hit it right. But if I were to tell you some bands to listen to, to to maybe stir your creative juices, so to speak, I would say um, I heard a couple things. One is uh, the band Primal Scream. Oh, I knew you were going to say Primal Scream. That's what I was thinking too. Um, but they're <laughs> but specifically their 2016 album. Uh, I think it's called like Casmosis or some shit like that. Okay. Um, there's there's a song with uh, something demon. I think it's track two on it. Um, but Miss that Luc- whole al- Miss Lucifer whole- is a good one too. They don't have that on Spotify. The Evil Heat album is not on Spotify. I don't know. Oh, really? know why? But that album is fucking incredible. But the other one I would say um, to also go with mix everything up. Spinneret. So there's this band. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with them, but the distillers was fronted by this uh, chick Brody doll and she went off and did her side project which was a poppier kind of like a dance punk dance rock project yeah and it's called spinneret oh, cool. and there's um two songs um baptized by fire and um was it all babes are wolves i think that that song is called um oh knights of volume is a good one but as far as like where i see you're kind of going with this like Again, basing off shoulder to shoulder, really, because I feel like that's where you shine most with your dance music. Um, the Primal Scream, those two distiller songs. And I don't know if you listen to Gold Frap at all. Mm-mm. But I but will. Gold Frap with two T's. And you've probably, you probably heard a lot of their songs already. Um, but I feel like if you combine that shit, I feel like that would. You think that suits me? Yes, definitely. Because okay. it's it's got rock, it's got dance, it's got electronic. Um, it's got that yeah, grittiness like, still. Bag, yeah, man. like if you were to come to one of my shows, I cover like all genres. It's just a weird mixed bag. I'll start out with like Americana in the beginning. We'll go into Johnny Cash, then we'll go and you know it's just like slowly, and then it progresses all the way to freaking metal. It just it's like a slow bend <laughs> through your, the night. What, What's your go-to metal band? Oh, God, Pantera. Oh, oh nice. Cool. <laughs> of course. It's a good and choice. Then, you know, their sister, Down. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah, you're definitely like, you're kind of like what we do. We listen to like literally everything. We band. listen to a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big, I love metal. I would say that's my favorite. And then it's like um, I, you you have to learn a lot of classic rock, like in a, you know when you perform out, it's like they gotta they gotta have all that crap, you know they want to hear it all. And then oh um, yeah, you gotta have all those covers ready to go for the oh god the crowds. Know, that's right, you gotta know some Michael Jackson. You <laughs> oh yeah, you're do, uh, you're doing the full blown music whore thing. Yeah. Yes, and then you throw in some of your some of your originals in there. You know, it's like here. Have that while <laughs> you're at it. Yeah, you gotta wait till they're like a little later on when they're drunk and they think it's something else. Yeah, yeah. and they're like, that yeah, was comes... awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> you're on my street team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm just gonna get shirts and just make some on the back. It says street team so they feel special. You could do that. 
I know, right? Yeah, but give them to everybody, but don't tell them. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them that they're actually not special. Yeah. <laughs> Let them all think there's just a bunch of special people running around like that with the same shirt. If anybody's buying my t-shirt, they are special. That's all I'm saying. That's freaking nice. You just got That's shirts, true. didn't you? Do what? You just got shirts, didn't you? I did. They're so hilarious. It's like to see your face on a t-shirt just cracks me up, man. It's like, that is retarded. So do you set up a merch table at your shows and stuff? No, I haven't yet. I haven't okay. yet. And, and the only reason why is because we've been doing this duet business. Like, we don't know what we're doing. And so I feel like, I feel like the band should be like, have my name in it because I'm the only one in the band that's actually like, well, Adam is too. Adam Marriott, he, he promotes a little bit, you know, he's got a little bit of a following, but like the other players don't. And so it's like, we're kind of having a little struggle with what the name's going to be. I mean, what do you call it? You know, you call it your name and it should yeah. be nothing else. Um, that's right. that's, I'm dead serious. Like, yeah, like, no like gets, Taylor no, Swift, no, like no one, one thing. Shit. No one gives a shit about those dudes. Well, the thing is, like, I'm going to lose them, you know? Because you know how bands are. You know how players are. Carly, yeah, what but... the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm making breakfast. She's getting into Jesus a bag Christ. of chips. Sorry. You're like, what the fuck? She's, feeding, she's feeding the dog. <laughs> God, this is a I'm fucking making... dinosaur. <laughs> I'm, like, working but, at a diner over here. Butcher, butcher wrapping fucking a pork butt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm bacon rubbing the bacon. It's double rubs. Putting some lotion on it. I keep forgetting the microphone is on me as I carry about my business. Yeah, it's, just like, it's unbelievable. I feel like I'm there with you. I feel like I'm fucking helping you make whatever you're making. Your turkey yeah. bacon. Yeah, it's turkey bacon with the hash browns now. Oh, my God. Anyway. But anyway, yeah. So um, it has to be your name. Yeah. It has to be your name because no one cares about them. You know, it just that's. I hate that's, to say that though. I don't. No one gives a that. fuck about those people. <laughs> it's, I know. It's the end of it. I mean, I've and, gotten a lot of fans like through this whole COVID crap. It's like I've grown from like I think it was like seven thousand when I started, and now it's like at twenty four thousand. I mean, it's really shot up, but it's like they're still not listening to my music. <laughs> they're not. Screaming. Yeah. It's it's weird how that that I, whatever that you know map what I mean. is, yeah. The, and the only way you know if you're really growing is is the crowd at your shows. That's right, and they're packed. They're full. They're always full. They're always sold out. All the tables are reserved. You know, it's like because I'm still playing in bars. I'm not playing in amphitheaters yet. Sure. So, <laughs> so everything's yeah. They're all reserved and sold out. That's awesome. Yeah. So you should have your table up. Sell yeah. it to those people. I should, shouldn't I? Get, you got to get unbroke, you know? That's, That's right. true. If they, if they give you money, you have money. It's like a business marketing thing. That's yeah, right. You, you got to, every t- opportunity, you got to seize every single fucking opportunity. Because every show that goes by, it's like an opportunity missed. So tell me how you would go about Telling Carly that you're gonna have the Mickey Squeeze band. Um, well, it's called Sea Pussy. <laughs> yeah, it's called Sea Pussy, and I'm already the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We already had this discussion. 
<laughs> I'm already the drummer. I already signed on for like a 10 year contract. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as far as as far as your band goes, it is what it is. You're the one promoting it. You're doing all the work. You're you're the one that you're the eye candy. You're the voice that people give a shit about. And you're calling um, all the shots, more or less. On you're the calling day-to-day. all the shots. Don't let them take it over because you know they're a bunch of dudes. Like the drummer's insecure, and he's got to be in the front. And he wants to be the loudest thing, even though oh, he's sad no. because he's a drummer and he bought all the equipment and he's got to move it and set it up. And he's like, fuck, you know. You just you just have to do it. Like you are, you could do it with just an acoustic guitar player. You definitely could. Yeah, I'm thinking about. I, I'm, put my money on a DJ deck and just saying, screw it because everything has gotten so small. It's just mm-hmm. like, there's no more venues anymore. There's only a couple right now, even though we're sure. fully open, there's people that are still scared. So it's like, screw it. I'm going to get a DJ deck. I'm going to backtrack this shit. And I'm going to get a, like the guitar. Yeah. The yeah. only thing, the only thing with the, what the hell is going on over there? Those are your kids, oh, pe- people just walked in. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I'm going to another room. It sounds like like that gates of hell opened up. You have like <laughs> a bunch of fucking demons rolling in. No, nah, no, nah, that was, that was the, the dog crying because someone just walked in the house. Holy shit. It is craziness. Yeah, you know what's funny is I can't even hear it because when I have both headphones in, they're just canceling out all the sounds outside of the phone call. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah, gotcha. so I didn't even realize someone walked into my house until you were like, what is that? And I was like, oh, someone's here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Hope they're friendly. Man, but I, w- I would say, like, my, own, my, my big thing with the DJ is that it, to me, depending on what you're doing, but if you're backtracking you with somebody with an acoustic guitar and you're backtracking a band, there's an element of cheese to that. It is. And, it's so And it's hard to take seriously. And mm-hmm. to be completely honest, if your voice works great in an acoustic guitar, people will fucking be more into that rustic roots uh, vibe. You know, there's more of a, an emotional connection to something like that than there is like you plugging in like a nine volt to like a fucking task cam thing that plays some guy that plays, you know cheesy bass on something um, the acoustic guitar thing people are more likely to watch i feel like because you could do a show with very real guitar yeah you could come, you could do what, a real show that's what we did the whole covid and, and they loved it they loved it but it's like i can't really get that guitarist to commit to me i have found i found a, a new guy that he i bet he would commit to me but the one i was using he's just a player i mean it's like he just plays everywhere it's he's just, a hoe yeah, he's, yeah make, he's give, a, make him wear a commitment ring to the music. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like a, a purity ring, ring or something. Yeah, he plays for whoever, whenever, who's paying the most. Yeah. Well, he's a floozy. Uh, dirty yeah, bitch. And, yeah. and that's, how, that's how hard it is around here. If you're any good, you are, you're getting whored out. Fuck. Huh? Sounds harsh. It is it's but it quite a lu- pimp business down there as well, I guess. <laughs> it sounds kind of lucrative, though. Small town. Small town, man. So maybe you should be running all these people, like become their musical pimp. Know, That's how right? you make all your money. And then they have to work for you first. Right. Right. So they have to do your music first. And then you can loan them out or sell them out for a cut. Oh, that'd just be another damn job. Yeah. <laughs> 
but you could you could unbroke yourself maybe. Yeah, you could you could be a baller. So if they, if they're really fucking lazy with finding gigs, why can't you be the one that find gigs for them and you play matchmaker and then you just make a cut of their money and they do all the yeah. work. Yeah. Right, right. You know, like hey dude, you know, go play with that person. Like, okay, just give me like half the money, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's like a finder's fee. $25 yeah, a, a find. Yeah, you make a commission. An Amy yeah. Joe commission. Now, do you drop the Joe? The Joe is is no more longer like a thing. No, no Joe. You just Amy Bishop. I, I, it just it's whatever people call me. My parents call me Amy, <laughs> Amy Joe. But I just put Amy Bishop just because it was easy. That's that's what I go by. Amy I like Bishop. Amy Joe. I do too. I do too. But it's got I, that, so that southern fuck? class. Yeah, change fucking everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> I could call myself A Joe. A Joe. A Joe. Ajo, Ajo, Ajo. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh know. yeah, yeah. Ajo, Ajo, Bish, though. Like, like, make it like very hip. Well, it's funny because when you said Ajo, my initial thought was it sounds like seasoning. Like I'm oh. gonna, like, oh man, I can't wait to put that Ajo on that pork butt. You know, later. Oh, like, like a one steak sauce. <laughs> You're like, I want some Ajo. I'm gonna throw some Ajo on that. that Ajo and sriracha on these eggs. I know. Right. Can you change all your fucking releases? Like the moment, like, can you change your name on everything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I should be able to. I don't know. Oh, I don't know I don't what know how to do it. Ugh. I don't know what the rules are because then you gotta, I think you'd have I mean, to pull it down and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. For stuff like Spotify, I think you'd have to pull it down and put yeah. it back up. If there's like a spelling error or anything like that, you gotta pull it yeah. down. I mean, it's in the credits. I mean, it has my real name in there. <laughs> You're not. You're not pretending to be a different Amy Bishop. No, it's, it's you. Like, That's like me, the murderer. Man. Yeah, you're not pretending to be the murderer. You know. <laughs> yeah, isn't that more of the reason to put the Joe in there so you're not the murderer? I don't know. I you could right? fly I off the murderer's even, fame. I, I wasn't what? even thinking about it. Like her name <laughs> populates more than mine because you know negative energy is more yeah. popular than positive energy. She murdered so, your career. She sure is, man. Oh, she just never stops that murderer. She murdered she you like, on the internet. She was like some some psychologist that went nuts and killed like three people. Oh, like oh. Harley, like Harley Quinn, like just yeah, crazy old lady. <laughs> yeah, she, if, uh... you ask, if you ask Alexa who she is, she'll tell you. Oh, she tell you. Look, now she's talking to me. Alexa, stop. Yeah, cut the shit out. Uh, <laughs> Shut up. Does Alexa drink uh, Alexa drink? Does uh does, the, <laughs> does, does Alexa drink Alexa juice? <laughs> does, like Kool Aid. Uh, <laughs> does this murderer drink uh, keto beer? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. I'm sure. Well, she you never know. Your figure. She's probably in prison. She's probably drinking that orange juice out of the little cap that you got to pop the top and you stab a straw into. Uh, oh, she's probably drinking yes. that toilet wine. You know the kind that just sits in there. Oh, that fermenting shit behind the uh, tank. Yeah, yeah, the, the tank wine. Oh yeah, for real, <laughs> definitely. It's been brewing for a life sentence, so you know it's good. <laughs> oh. So, Amy, are you going to be traveling outside of uh, your hot springs to to go to other places to play, or what's your yes. deal? Yes, thank God. Um, Coming to New York? It's, it's, well, I'd like to. You guys give me a gig there, and I will freaking haul my ass over there. Mm. I will. I'll be like, okay. I will. No I will note that. 
And, you know, oh, we'll get a I gig. probably won't be able to bring a bass player or a guitarist, but y'all are there. I was we'll going to say, that's, that's, who, that's who you're talking to right now. <laughs> I know. And then we can just go murder afterwards. It's cool. Yeah. Wow. Six pack of keto beer and we'll just kill a lot of people. That yeah. should be my next album name. That should be the name of the EP. Six Amy pack Bishop, of keto the non-murderer. <laughs> the Amy Bishop, I didn't do it, I swear. <laughs> Doesn't sound sketchy at Amy all. Amy Bishop, not the one that came up in the first Google search. The <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put in captions. Don't ask Alexa. <laughs> well, it's a, it, could, it could be a two-parter where it's the fir the first part of the EP or whatever, album, whatever the fuck it is, is uh, the first Google search, and then the second EP is the second Google search. Right. Oh Amy, yeah, for Amy Joe. Yeah, oh. it's like it's like totally new for all those fucking I don't know. It's like eighteen-year-olds. So. It's like a series up. of concept albums. Mm -hmm. It comes up is a musical artist, but it, it definitely has the murderer first. I'm just waiting for her not to populate anymore, man. I'm like, man, one day I'm gonna be populate more than that woman. So <laughs> that's that's kind that's of like the hope. It. That's the hope. <laughs> I don't know. Murder, murder is pretty hard to top. <laughs> Those are my dreams. So did you um, <laughs> did you Google? Your name prior to choosing your website at all? Yes, yes. And you found the murderer, and then you and you went with the website no. anyway. No, the, mur <laughs> the murderer does not have a website. Oh, because she's in jail. Yeah. Uh, okay, somebody, that makes sense. <laughs> somebody has Amy Bishop in the same spelling. Right. Maybe it's so, her from jail, trying yeah. to make a website. Could yeah, be. it just it just kind of like sucks. I've been contemplating this. I'm like, man, I keep changing shit because people, you know, it's so many things. People take your name. They t it's just like somebody's got the same band name. Y you know, it's just like, oh my god, it's just so such bullshit. Yeah, I think you got to go by your name, whatever way. And I like the Joe in there. I think it's unique. Yeah, I like I like the Joe. Yeah. I know you hate to hear it, or you want to hear no, it. I think uh, it's kind of cool though because people who know me like. Everybody that comes to my shows calls me Amy Joe. All my friends call me Amy Joe. Everybody who knows me on a personal level calls me Amy Joe. So it's kind of like a little secret. You want even a better secret? If you were talking to like a Hispanic person, they would call you Aho. That's, that's right. Awesome. Actually, they call me Emiejo. Okay. <laughs> Emiejo. Kind of sounds like I'm a ho. It's like, are you, are you a ho? A mi a ho. I yeah, mean, like, so. A mi a ho. A mi a ho. A mi a ho. Oh, good. I'll ask my grandmother to uh, pronounce that with her heavy Spanish accent. That'll be yeah, good. That'd be really good. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the definitive uh, pronunciation. Yeah, they're always like, a mi a ho. I'm like, yeah, you're a ho. <laughs> yeah, we're all, okay. We're all hoes tonight. After this keto beer. <laughs> Y'all, and it sucks. The keto beer sucks. So what are you going to do with your website? You're going to keep it or are you going to change it? I or know. Gonna... It sounds like you want me to change it. I don't know. <laughs> oh it's rough. The Google search is rough, especially when you're in a COVID thing. And you I want know. people to come search for you and find you. and all. like That's something me and Carly actually talked about a little while ago. Um, I know in Midnight Mob, we initially looked for a website. There was a band in Australia called Midnight Mob. And, oh yeah, um, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, they actually had it, uh, midnightmob.com. And then fortunately for us, like a couple of months after we found it, they dropped it 
Um, oh, good. And we were able to pick it up and do and do that. Uh, now we have it, and they can't get it back. Yeah. So, <laughs> but it's like it's 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 fucking it's something that you kind of have to take seriously now, especially if you want people to find you. Like so. If, People are like, oh, did you go to that show last night? Yeah, Amy Bishop was playing. Oh, I Googled it, but is she a murderer? Like, you know, <laughs> you know, it sucks. They don't get to your page. Well, I guess no, they would have to just, do Amy Bishop Band. Just Google Amy it. It comes up. It comes up. Oh, okay. Musical artist at the top. Oh, okay. But, yeah, it totally comes up. I'm I'm up there, but it gives you an option to pick the murderer. <laughs> choose your own adventure yeah, there's, a, there's like life lessons your mother's like you know you make good choices you hang out with the right people and then google is the final test do you want music or murder i know like, it's like redemption motherfucker come on oh interesting all right so i mean you're trying to put your band together you're trying to do your music all sorts of different styles and things and it sounds like you're just having a rough go at it but you're still pushing I mean, if you ever wanted us to just play on something, I'd you could probably like figure something out. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we're not tech savvy as far as like you're not going to get a good recording out of it, but we can but we record. Could... <laughs> yeah, we a, could send you. Dip- we could send you some White Stripes songs. <laughs> we could, we could, re- we could record like you know something into Logic or whatever. Hell um, yeah! If you give us a beat or something, or if you want, hey, fuck it, if you want Carly to make the beat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. A beat you know that would actually I'm be like really easiest int- person to write with you might hate what i'm gonna give you but i will do it i'm like uh, i'm just like it just floods out it's constant it's never ending story you know what'd be interesting i just thought of it um the song eraser yeah if me and carly do it again did a version of how we would do it do it. oh yeah let's and- do it and then we throw it to you, and then maybe yeah, maybe, my maybe vocals we have gotten so much better since that was laid. It's like unreal. So it's like, yeah. yeah, I'd love to redo that song. That'd be interesting. Yeah, let's would, do it. Uh, let's like get it, Rainbow I, on the drums, though. Yeah, I wouldn't even so tell you how we're big, do big it. boom drums. But it's kind of <laughs> cool. So now we know you like, you know, you know, obviously classic rock and whatever, but Pantera. So we know our spectrum, Susie and the Banshees and stuff. So we know like yeah. we could kind of hit all that shit and you'd be cool with it. Yeah, I um, can scream a little. I mean, I can do a little dirty, but it's not it, I can't get all like freaking, you know, super dirt. I can't get super dirt. Yeah, I can do about no. oh, that's, that. That would be a good album name. Super dirt. There you go. <laughs> super dirt, not murder. Or be like. Muy sucio. Super dirt. Muy sucio. <laughs> I'm a ho. Yeah. Muy sucio. Muy sucio. Baila mucho. I think my band name should be floating in fucking outer space, not knowing what the fuck she's doing. That's long, but oh, it could yeah. work. It could it work. Could work. It's a lot of bands with long names that are famous. I think the best title so far is that Rob Zombie album. Have y'all listened to that yet? It's awesome. Oh, it's so good. Lunar Apocalypse. Oh, it's long shit. Yeah. Conspiracy. Something going on. (laughs) Kool-Aid man running through the walls. Yeah, it just goes there. It makes a lot of sense. That title, it's the Lunar Eclipse Kool-Aid. I don't know. It's like six words. (laughs) It's badass. Yeah, it is. It is pretty long, and I have no idea what it is either. I just know I it's all those words you said. Twenty twenty. I think he's totally yeah. talking about twenty twenty. Is how everybody went nuts. Yeah, it's a clusterfuck. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm kind of yeah, I'm kind of like it's funny because I um I had a phone conversation with that I recorded I just edited it and put it out soon, but um with our producer Dave Caggiano, and I was asking him how he produced during this whole COVID thing. Like, how does that work? Like, did he have people coming in and recording? Like, because he gets people from all over the place to do stuff, and um, you know, he was just telling me like, you know, I he just it was weird because. Do I tell them to wear masks? Do I not tell them to wear masks? Do I take the word for it that they're clean? They're not. I, like, do I check <laughs> are temperatures? You yeah, I know. Yeah. Are you fucking no. dirty? Are you he dirty? Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wipe your feet before you come in. Don't yeah. be dirty. I don't want clean. I want infected? dirty shoes. <laughs> Shit. Get your dirty shoes out of here. Zapatos sucio. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, it's like, it's a weird <laughs> thing. I don't know. Oh. It's fucking crazy though, but it's cool that you're you're like plugging away at it. You know, you're working hard. You know. Oh it's, yeah, it's, man! I I can't wait for y'all to hear what I've got coming up because it's like it's so y'all will like that so much more. And I think the more that you hear, I'm I'm putting one out like every every six weeks. I probably okay. should put them out faster. I've got one coming out Friday. We have the Raven one, right? Yeah, and it's oh you know, yeah yeah. It's got some Rob Zombie influence in there. I plugged in a oh, little Night of the Living Dead into it. You know? Cool. Oh, nice. Dirty some, corpse in there. It's got some Edgar Allan Poe type, you know, vibes. Old <laughs> it's man. Kind of, it's kind of wicky. It kind of, it kind of, the guitars in it sound like True Blood. You know? Okay. You ever, y'all ever watch that HBO special? It's got that weird, trippy, swampy sound to it. Yep. I know what you're talking about. And, you know... And then it's just, it just gets weirder after that. And then like, after that, it's like this metal guy I've been working with, Justin. It's like, it's, it, I just went hardcore metal. So. Oh, cool. So we'll hear the metal side. Yeah. I got a metal one. Oh, I'm actually, excited. I got a I'm question a about, bag, man. I don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you're just hoeing all over the place. I am. And I kind of, I kind of like the approach I'm taking. I know that a lot of, like, <laughs> if I was to pitch myself to somebody, they would be like, we don't know what genre you are. And I'm like, well, I'm really not. I just, I can You're do like, it. I'm every genre. Behold I my it. powers. That's good, though. You should keep your mind open, especially for like creativity reasons and stuff, instead of being like a one track. I only draw from these two bands and that's it. You know? Yeah, and if, if somebody wants gotcha. to pick me up on the way and be like, hey, let's do this, I'm like, yeah, I'm down. I would but say right. the only time, yeah, I would say the only time it gets tricky with that, though, is if, like, you have eclectic different things kind of going on as far as, like, the dance music, the acoustic thing, metal, and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. If you had a band that did all that one thing, I would think it would be, let's say, an original band, mm-hmm. and you did that whole spectrum, and no covers, um, it would be hard to bring in an, a consistent audience, I would think, because oh, you'd be yeah. alienating certain, you know, people in, right. in, in that. Well, yeah. But like if you're shopping it, then who gives a shit? The only things that we do in the band that's mine is the rock. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it makes sense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a question about that. Um, so the Raven, I saw you, you've been promoting on instagram and he's been doing like a pre-save on spotify yeah and what the fuck is that because like i i've never seen that before and i clicked on it and it asked me to like sign spotify and i i didn't want to <laughs> so i didn't i know everybody's but scared like I'm i was like what the, like where is this is it just to notify me that the single's out yeah 
So the day of the day of the single, the day it releases, it will send you an email and it'll say, Hey, you can go listen. Oh, it's an email. It'll also pop up. It will pop up in your release radar. Yeah. If I follow you, which I already do. So I know I'm going to get it anyway. Oh, right. Um, I follow you too. Yeah. So like (laughs) that, that, that's all it is. I was so curious. I've never seen it before. So I, I didn't know how that worked. And that's kind of like another thing why I like kind of want to do this podcast because I want to like learn what people are doing and because it's changed so much, especially with COVID. There's so many different functions of different things. So people get their shit out and, right. and connect with other so, people. Like, it's I sat wild. down during COVID and I really figured out how to fucking do this shit. So okay. I was using CD Baby. Mm-hmm. CD Baby is not um, in the same boat with Spotify. CD Baby's in the boat with... I don't know who they're in a boat with anymore. I think, no, Pandora. They're in the boat with Pandora. So if you get with CD Baby, you can get on Pandora. This is just what I've read. So it might be totally wrong. And then um, you get on DistroKid, you get in the boat with Spotify. So what I did is I, I'm still on CD Baby. And then I put some stuff on DistroKid as well. And then with DistroKid, you get these Spotify pre-save page. They they devote oh. hyper-follow to everything you you do but see cd baby doesn't do that which they really need to get on that boat because cd baby is going down like i went ahead and looked them all up like who's doing what who's the best iHeartRadio is the best right now spotify has gone down um cd baby's gone hello Can oh you hear me yeah yeah got you back yeah that's all right so iHeartRadio is the one that's like on top and everybody else is kind of going downhill. Um, sound, SoundCloud is the worst. It's like lost the most. It's about to go out of business. So <clears> they already went out of bit. They went out of business. Yeah, they went so. out of business. I think they got, ba- yeah, they got bailed out by what's his face. Uh, was it Chance the Rapper or something? Like one of those yeah. guys that blew up through SoundCloud. Yeah. Right. Through like bought it money out. To, start, to revive it. To start paying people for their streams and whatnot. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So basically, if you're trying to get famous on SoundCloud, you're stupid. Just get away from it. So I've got an account there. I'm just leaving it. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah, you just let it sit there. People find yeah. it, they find it. <laughs> yeah. Here's a free song. It's one I don't like. There you go. You know, so I don't know. Anyway, so DistroKid, I think, like from all of my research, I think if you're trying to get on the Spotify market, which I think that's the best. Right now, it gives people the most options, as in podcasts and music and independent artists. When you go to Apple or when you go to Pandora or when you go to Amazon, you don't get to really dig into independent artists. I mean, Pandora, you do a little bit, but not as much as Spotify. So Yeah, Pandora, you're at the mercy of like what they play for you. That's, that's right. That's right. And so, you know, that's why I went that route. And then um, DistroKid is the, if you, if you want to get, I don't know what this is about, but a chick wrote an article on it. So if you're with DistroKid, you get, you get also on this distro, you can apply for this DistroKid playlist and then it winds up on Spotify. Do you get Spotify pre-saves? They're basically under the same umbrella in some sort of fashion. That's very interesting though, because uh, the Midnight Mob, Music on Spotify is through CD Baby, and all the Misfit Saints music is through DistroKid. Oh, who's getting more hits? 
Probably uh, Midnight well, Mob. Midnight Mob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, I didn't know you had all these perks with DistroKid of like the pre-saves and stuff like that. And now that I know, I'm going to look into that stuff. Well, yeah, because you don't run it. You gave it to uh, Matt, right, to run it? Right. Yeah, but I don't even think he knows about it, and he's he's got his band and you know whoever else is on his label. That I don't even think he knows about like the pre-save stuff. Well, in and the end, DistroKid. Another thing, DistroKid will do. Okay, so CD Baby, they won't split up your earnings. Say you've got four riders and you want to split up a quarter and a quarter and a quarter and a quarter. DistroKid, they'll go ahead and. I've got a song that I split in half with one guy and it automatically pays that guy. So at the end of the year, I don't have to pay that guy out. Okay. Distro kid, you, you can do however many people you want to split that up with and it automatically does it. So you don't have to worry about it. Where and how much baby, you do. How much do you have to pay every year to do distro kid? I think it comes in terms like you can do, uh, you can do one song for a price or you can do like a year, I think, for 20 something. And then you can do like another plan for like thirty nine ninety. I got like the second tier so I can release as many songs as I want in a year. And um, it also gives me like some other perks, which I can't remember what it is. But so far, so good. I'm, it's not costing me anything to upload because i just paid my initial fee mm-hmm. and i'm done so instead as, of paying per song as far as like um when it comes to that stuff and getting it on a platform because i did all of this stuff um whether you go through reverb nation whether you go through TuneCore, cd baby distro kid um whatever other platforms there are they all go to spotify regardless they all That's spin right. it the way they're it's about, it doesn't matter it fucking doesn't matter it's just a price point um, and then what it, the quality of a song and how much you hustle is what gets the streams. They put, they say, we'll get on our playlist. They don't fucking give a shit. Like, it's not going to get you anything extra. You know, it, it's just, and it doesn't even matter. It, it honestly yeah, doesn't really matter. Don't mean shit either. That whole playlist shit. It doesn't mean shit either. There's, it's just a lot of fluff. Um, you're just picking your platform. They all go to Spotify cause they have to go. They all go to Apple. They go to Deezer. That's the European market. They go to uh, whatever the fuck, uh, whatever else that is out there. There's a billion goddamn places. Um, I know with DistroKid, I think you have to pay an add-on. I did a blog post on this, comparing all of them. Yeah, a there's while a ago. bunch of add-ons I could buy, but I was like, yeah. All that. And um, so what we did was part of us. I know Black Moon Rising went through CD Baby. The Honest Rule Glorious went through Reverb Nation. Um, all of which ended up on Spotify. It didn't fucking matter. Uh, the perk of Reverb Nation is that we were, were a member of one of their Connect artists, so we didn't pay for anything. Right. And the um, CD Baby, you pay one price, I never have to pay again. Uh, so I don't have to worry about them pulling down my, inf- like my shit. So like for DistroKid, if you lapse in payment, then your shit comes off. Right. Uh, and if you want to keep paying into it, that's cool. If you want to pay $20 forever, if they up it to 30, then you're paying $30 or whatever they do contractually, they'll probably change it on you. Um, or I think you could pay for that like legacy add-on, I think it was called. That's what there's a lot of, like there's a lot of hidden shit. There's a lot of hidden shit with DistroKid. Um, to me, it seemed it seems like a good thing up front when you look at it. 
But when you dig down to all the hidden shit, you're kind of like, I don't know about this. This is kind of like, do I want to pay forever for my music to be there? I don't even... Right. Like, like, why the fuck would I keep paying? Because after like three or four years, I want to say, it gets to a point now you're hemorrhaging money. That's right. So like, so then it's like, are you going to keep paying to have it on there? Like, it depends on what you're going to do. Like, maybe you don't give a shit. You just keep paying the company their money. But maybe you don't want to pay it anymore and you just want your fucking shit to sit there because you worked hard on it and <laughs> that's the end of it right um it down and put it somewhere else you it's know? all preference it's all preference and, and that's when all i can change do the my same fucking thing. name <laughs> yeah uh, yeah <laughs> and, and then we'll circle back <laughs> and then also with like doing like videos and all sorts of images on spotify um there's uh ways to do it you don't have to do it through DistroKid or cd baby or anything you could do it like with all these third-party platforms anyway Right. Or I think Spotify, too, has their own side shit that you could do their stuff on. And if you want to do your own podcast, you can just use Anchor. It's free. Owned by Spotify. So, like, there's, you know, there's perks out there for, like, um, these companies that do distribution that are just, like, it's fluff. And it's mm-hmm. preference, depending on how you want to pay for it anyway. Who does it better? It doesn't fucking matter. Gold goes to Spotify anyway. It all goes to Apple so uh that's right it's not something that you would like scratch your head on waste time on you know you wouldn't be losing songwriting time you're just gonna pick one and go right. <laughs> it's kind of the end of it right it's like I, I decided to try distro kid after i did cd baby i didn't like the way i had to so say i've got four people i wrote a song with that i'm splitting mm-hmm. four ways CD Baby, I couldn't split it up. So every year, at the end of the year, guess what I get to do? I get to split all that shit up. So I was like, well, I'm going to find one where I can split all this shit up. So DistroKid was about it. I think I found another, and I think it's that Song Trader. Okay. So, and they've got some other stuff. They're, I think they're more geared to actually just songwriters versus just people that just I'm meaning songwriters for projects. Sure. Like score people. Right. And I think that's more where music is pretty much going or already has gone. It's like, if you want to make it anywhere in music, you've got to sync it up with Mm -hmm. something. It's got to be with a movie or a commercial. And that's kind of what song traders doing. So I think I might try it. I don't know, but it's kind of weird to have one song here and another song there. And you got to do all of it. Yeah. You don't have a choice. You just do all of it. I know. I got my music everywhere. It's nuts. I can't keep up with it all. You got to be Amy Ho and throw it all out there. (laughs) Amy Ho. Yep. (laughs) And just do it screaming from the rooftops. Are you with the... right there. Amy Ho. Are you you with a performing rights organization of some sorts? Yeah, I'm with BMI. (laughs) Oh, okay. Cool. We do CSAC. Oh, okay. Do you like that? I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I get paid. I'm good with it. Um, did did How did you get on BMI? What was your way to get on there? You just go to it and register. Oh, that's it? Okay. Yeah, it's just like, I wrote a, I wrote a song. Here's my song. <laughs> oh, so there wasn't any, like, sort of, um, I don't know, like, way to judge you to see if like no you're not worthy of us or anything i think um the first time the first song i ever put up with bmi i had to show my copyrights i had to do proof copyright and so that was it and then ever since then it's just been i can just load them on up there okay 
because the way we got on CSAC was through um, a company um, that was working with South by Southwest. And mm-hmm. so they booked us on South by Southwest. And at the same time, they were doing college radio run for us. And at the same time, they had an in with CSAC. Um, and they were like, hey, listen, you know, we want to get you on CSAC. So here's your shit to set up and then set it up. Uh, and that's how we ended up on there. So we didn't really like even know to do that we were just kind of like fortunate enough that someone else knew to do it for us kind of right you know we had no idea huh uh, yeah huh. so I, it, it's weird so I was, that's why i was curious because we never had that um experience of i guess shopping for uh performing rights organizations or anything like that um one of the um i don't know what she's uh she works at bmi um and she she comes to a lot of she was coming to a lot of midnight mob shows and stuff and she was asking us you know if you ever want to get on a bmi you know just talk to me um so yeah i just we just never yeah i don't really like i never really um when i looked for one like i just i just picked the one that was like and i know this sounds really pathetic but which was the most user-friendly to me <laughs> okay, like, sure. I was like, uh, okay, I'm gonna go with that one. <laughs> and so <laughs> that's the way I did it. I know that's pretty pathetic, but that's what I did. Because well, it's good I you mean, did something. I mean, I'm independent, you know, I don't yeah, have sure. anybody, you know, telling me what to do. And so I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have to find what's most what's easiest for me. So did you ever try using um APM through reverb nation for licensing? No, uh uh-uh. uh. Okay, so that's what we did. Uh, we put all our music through APM, and that was before we started working with um, like more higher up people. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just did it because we were told through actually through our producer, who was working with a band who had a bunch of placements with um, big networks and stuff. I'm like, okay, I never heard of it. Okay, let's look at it. Oh, there it is. And then you just submit your music and stuff like that. But you have to be in there um like queue for at least a year like your contract is like a year to for them to shop your music kind of deal um and you and you can't shop it anywhere else uh because they have the right to shop it and only them but um we were able to land stuff on like shameless and showtime oh awesome yeah and uh tell me which episode what series what episode um well it was see that's the thing like that's the tricky part. And that's the part we we're so the co-founder. Can I Google Reaver, it? <laughs> you know, what? I wonder if I could send it because I wonder if it's still available because oh, they changed I to be able to watch it and like see all songs it, on there. That it was, was so awesome. It was um, a showtime. It was a commercial for for that episode, the episode where the, um, you know, the main, you know, the main dude is like trying to get all the bums riled up for uh something and i jesus a couple of years ago i don't even remember but he was getting all the bums riled up for something and it was all for nothing that was used for it and so it'd say showtime and then our music would be up behind the whole fucking you know edited scene to pump you up for the next episode sort of deal so it wasn't in the show but it was a showtime clip so what Badass. yeah so it was really cool and we had placement in like wwe smackdown and that was during the show <gasps> so that was like yeah, so that was during an actual um, event, and then it I mean, was per- how cool is that? I mean, it was yeah, no, it's was wild. I was we were getting text messages from people like, "Holy fuck, I just heard your song during this." Um, I remember you we were having like, practice. You were like, "You're a geek. You're watching wrestling." 
yeah <laughs> it's like you watch do you watch wrestling it's like oh shit that's crazy stone cold we had um we had a uh a practice one night and we practiced at carly's parents house and stuff and we were playing and then the mom came down and she's like i just we just saw your we just heard your music for like a wb like wb or whatever the fuck i don't even know what it is it was WWE. like wwe no it was like um uh, like One Tree Hill or something like that. It's like one of those oh, like those things. It was like during their oh, wow. commercials or credits or something. I don't know. You never thought but, it would be on that shit, but you're like, fuck it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, but she thought we were just practicing, and then she realized it was like, oh fuck, you're it's during commercial. the. I'm watching it. Like wow. you know, it was like one of those. But like we we had we did have success on that, and, and we, that's and we, when you got super successful, isn't it? Is when you synced up right uh um we we were different because we we did a lot on our own we did a lot of legwork and a lot of where we got was because we were touring because we were making connections and networking with people right so like our manager who ended up who is the co-founder of reverb nation met us in philadelphia and people in philadelphia because we played there all the time thought we were locals to philadelphia they didn't think we were from fucking like Long Island, New York or anything like that. Um, They're like, which is three and a half hours away. Cause we played there all the time. Like that was, that was our local was. Right. <laughs> Dude, and, I would and, love that to be my local shit. And like, and New York city. So like, so like Manhattan and Philadelphia was our home base. So we, it, when we were doing shows in, this, um, in like New York city, uh, people from Philly would come up and Jersey would come up. We'd do shows in Philly. Then we'd have some people come down from, you know, Manhattan to come down to that stuff. And uh, it was this really cool network of things. But we met a lot of people because we were touring right? Um, and in person. So we built up like a foundation. And it just so happened that our music kind of like caught on to these placement things. Um, so we had success with that. I mean, we've had a lot of placements and you know it doesn't pay a lot but our music is out there on a lot we we randomly had a dude from vegas a drummer and he hit us up he used to live in the city and stuff and uh he has he's like dude i just heard just i just heard like a couple songs in a club like i'm i'm <laughs> it's like what the fuck it's like so random yeah so it made it to like a twitch playlist some of our songs sweet yeah so like i know it's it's out there randomly and and, and we just had like a and someone commented on a YouTube video or something. It's like, you know, I just, I play this video game and you're like on the soundtrack. And oh, like, isn't that cool? Hands down the head. There's just like so much stuff that you don't even know that you're on. And it's like, oh, yeah, badass. And the, the, the problem with the APM thing, though, is that you don't know until it's like months after the fact, more or less. Oh. Unless you're, unless you're randomly catching it while you're watching TV and you're actually paying attention. Oh, like, cause shit. you, cause a lot of times it'll go by so fast. Cause it's, it, it's fucking Guy Fieri cooking a fucking tuna on a barbecue, <laughs> you know? And you don't even realize that you're listening to your own music. Cause it's just, you're looking at him making a fish, you know? <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's like it, on divers or what is it? Drive, drive. Yeah. We've had, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we've had placements on that one too. So it's like, there's, it's, it's very random on kind of how that works. And, um, one of the, one of interesting was was suicide squad so if you saw the movie suicide squad they have bonus features and bonus features was um harley quinn 
um, who is whatever the fuck her name is, the actress. Yeah, is doing what an, you're talking about. Yeah, so she was doing an interview with somebody, and there's our music in the background. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. But I was all through APM. We just submitted to it. We didn't do anything. We didn't know anybody at the time doing it. They were just picked and used in right time, right place. I don't know. But we did it. You know, so it's like, that's why I just tell everyone, just put it out there all the time. Don't even care if you get rejected or whatever. Just that's you have to... the way I feel right now. And I kind of feel like since I've gone on my own, it's like I don't even know. It's almost like I haven't found my sound because my sound has always been determined a lot by who I'm playing with. Because right. I just kind of, mel- you know, I've got a real a strong theater background. So whatever my troupe is, is what I'm doing. So when I went alone, I was, and I didn't have anybody to play with, I was like, well, shit, I got to write something. And so I threw the dancey shit out there and I was like, oh, I'm not really into that shit, you know? And, and I feel like. Oh, I'm you did it anyway? Yeah. So you weren't, you weren't into it, but you did it anyway, just to fucking do it. Yeah. I'm just like, screw uh, it. I'm just throwing this shit out there. It's like, cause I was just done with it. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna keep going. Cause I never quit, you know? Mm-hmm. That's so, good. And uh, I just don't, I just don't second guess shit. I just, I just don't overthink it. And I just throw that shit out. It's like, just get it done, move on. And it's like, I knew, and I know I'm like totally aware that it's like multi-genre, but then Spotify did send a message out the other day that they're the only, the only um, streaming service that's going to do this, that they were going to make a songwriters profile. So you don't okay. have to really go by an artist profile that you're more of a songwriter. And I was like, you know, maybe that's more my route, you know, but I'm also a performer, you know, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I had need to have two channels, you know, like songwriter Amy and then like band Amy, you know. A lot of people do that for sure. Some people because they... You know, you want to get out in front of a uh, crowd or play with a band and feel that energy and stuff. But you're also a songwriter, too. You know, like, so you have the uh, two different identities in a way. Yeah. That's, that's double, double promotion. Right. Because, like, you know, just like this movie, this guy hit me up. He said, hey, I want this, 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 and this. And I said, okay. So it, this is not something I came up with in my mind. I took it all from his script. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it's that that's his everything I came up with. I don't even feel like it's me. I feel like it's what he wrote. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I just sure. spin on it. So it's not, I'm going to put it out there when it releases, I'm going to use it, but it's like, and a lot of people, when they listen to my stuff, they, they don't realize that, Oh, she made that for a reason. And that's why she put it out there. So that's, a, yeah, that's actually a good, good idea. You, you could have, you know, two profiles in a way. Right. Right. So, yeah, so you could have your songwriting profile. I write for, for people who ask me to write shit for whatever. And then I have my other profile, which is my band, which is right. more and you maybe totally feature coherent. Yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is more coherent of like a certain style, you know, right. say. you could be more selective with the music you're doing. And the other one, you just go fucking creative crazy. That's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, so I'm kind of figuring out my sound that I'm doing on my own. And so I was thinking like, okay, I can make me another profile. It's my own thing. I could use the same website, blah, 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 you know, but you can also have on your website, you can make two different pages, you know, so you could actually have two different things going on. So I could actually just like feature myself, you know, like this is what I go by 
like make it some kind of weird name. I don't know what. And it's, I don't, would that be weird to feature yourself? So it kind of tags everything together. It'll tie it all together. So then like you get in the algorithm and it brings, you know, I don't know. You should always feature yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the end. It's like telling your bandmates, you know, I'm the band. No one cares about you. You know, like, like you have to like it's just it's a cutthroat industry there's no there's no room for people who aren't going to put in the work and it's other people going to out hustle you you know there's going to be another female out there that's going to be calling the band her name and you know going to organize her band to to figure it out right um, and they'll outdo you because you're you're busy you know putzing around trying to like make your bandmates happy right. you know it's it's and that's just yeah. a, that is so exhausting. It is. It's just until constant. you find until you find the people that are like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm good. Let's just fucking do it, you know? Right. You know? Yeah. And, but yeah, I know. But, but if you're like dicking around with like people who want to get paid and like all this type of shit. Yeah, that's what I'm dicking around. Uh, with. I mean, to get dudes. Real. Yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. enable them to do it to someone else because mm-hmm. you're paying them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but that's what I get. It's just a small town. Like when I was living in Little Rock, Little Rock's small. It's about 225,000. And there it's not as bad. You can find some dudes that will actually just rehearse with you week to week and just get the shit laid down. But you move to Hot Springs and it's a totally different ball game. Interesting. We tried to, uh, I, we're doing a lot of touring. I reached out to, is it, the chicken coop in little rock or something like that uh, rock and uh, roll sticky fingers rock and roll chicken shack that's gonna be chris and um chris keen he's a friend of mine i've played there in uh the rev room okay actually dude... supposed to be getting a gig there and he hadn't called me back what? <laughs> i don't know dates that asshole we reached out to them it was a bunch of years ago it probably was like maybe thir- 2012 maybe 13 or whatever it was and whoever it was at the time was a total asshole and they wouldn't, um, they were just really rude. You know, we, we, you know, we send them the EPK and all that kind of stuff. And we were doing, um, a South by Southwest thing. So we we're just trying to like organize a tour around it and all that kind of stuff. And I remember reaching out to them specifically because the dude's response was like totally ridiculous. Was it Chris King? I have no idea. I really, I have no clue who the hell I was talking to, but the, but I sent an email and I, I remember they didn't get back to me for like two, three weeks or something like that. So I followed up and the, and the guy just felt, you know, I was just asking like, I don't know, did you, is there a room for us? You know, like what's going on? I haven't heard back from you or anything like that. And his, the response was like, who do you think you are? You're no one, you know, like, you're not big or anything, you know, what do you think I have like, uh, you know, all this time on my hand to respond to your, like it was this whole feel of bullshit, but that's what it is to book tours. Like, so, you know, that was one of those things what I learned when booking tours of like, okay, these are the type of personalities I'm going to be dealing with. Oh yeah. People who ghost you, people who fucking ignore you. Mm -hmm. It's just, and it's just, you just got to let that shit roll and move on, man. It is like, I, I get, I used to get so pissy about people that would ghost me or people that would just not follow through or tell me they were going to get something done and they don't get it done. 
And I'm just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done with that shit. <laughs> just done. Yeah. And you just figure it out and you keep moving. We had, uh, what we used to do was when we are doing these runs, I would uh, reach out to the venues ahead of time and ask for their like mailing address where I could send them like a bunch of promo CDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I'd write a letter and I'd say, hey, listen, um, we're playing there on this date. You know, this might be like two weeks ahead of schedule. I wouldn't do too far in advance. And just dish them out to all your customers, you know, at your rock and roll shows leading up to the show and just say, hey, listen, this band is playing on this day. Um, come to the venue. Uh, you know, I'm doing them a favor. I'm putting out the money to send all the stuff, put it together for them. It's, an, you know, this music is, you know, a pro quality type of stuff. I'm trying to get people down to their show and I'm helping them to promote it. And, um, man, I was crazy surprised on how many times the, the bar wouldn't, wouldn't even open the box, you know, like, you know, and it's like, man, like, and you, you're doing all these things and you're trying to figure it out. But these are all like things you kind of, kind of just have to like, all right, fine. Fuck it. You know, freaking music, man, it, it doesn't get it. I don't get it anymore because, um, back in the days where you could go to the mall and you'd go hang out at Camelot and you'd listen to music, everybody was horny for music then, but for something has happened to where they don't care anymore. I don't, I don't know what it is. They want to go hear it live. They still want to hear it live. They won't go stream it. If you ask them to, um, and if they are streaming, they're putting it on some kind of pre-made radio or playlist for themselves that's already algorithmed their way into what they like. Um, or they've bought into the serious XM shit that's only going to play corporate America. So it's like, it's just, it's such a, it's a struggle now versus what it used to be. And I've, yeah. and I've walked through both of them. <laughs> and you're not and and you're not able to tour. So that's right. so, so like worse. you're seriously handicapped. You basically have both your legs chopped off. Right. Like so. I'm I'm going to Texarkana. I guess you can consider that a tour. <laughs> Anytime you get to play out from outside your radius, yeah. consider it a tour. Yeah. And make like, the I'll most of it. Little Rock and Texarkana, so that's a tour. <laughs> yeah, and make the most of it. What we would do is um on on down nights so like let's say tuesday night wednesday night you know who the fuck's going out to shows on tuesday night wednesday night right so what we would do was we would just go to a city that we're driving through a bigger city and then we just google like open mic nights and then we'd find one bar you know open mic okay they have open mic let's go and then we just we'd have a whole acoustic performance already arranged um and then we do our shit there and we met, we made a lot of contacts through doing that. We sold merch through doing that, put gas in the tank and some money in our pockets. Um, you know, people who are fans opened us up to different venues doing stupid shit like that. Just playing acoustic. Right. And, and we did it in a way where we would conserve Blackie's voice too. So she'd actually get to rest where Carly would do handle more of the vocals and we'd have songs um, more tailored to her. Uh, and no, it didn't matter because nobody knew our shit anyway. So we could just do whatever we wanted as long as it sounded good and it came off professional. It didn't fucking matter. So um, it it just it worked, you know. So you constantly so like when you go to this thing, you know, find the other means of you know pimping your music. 
in whatever yeah, way, shape, or form it is. Mm-hmm. And just talk to people. Talk, 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 talk. That's a whole other reason why I wanted to do this podcast thing. Was just like I got really into podcasts after we stopped touring, and I got into Spotify because it finally gave me a moment to actually listen to new music. Because when you're doing this shit like almost twenty four seven, all you do is listen to your own music, critique your own music. What are we oh doing next? Like and you're speaking to like fifty times a day. Yeah. And we're having like we had a PR company, a manager, um, other people involved, and uh, you know it gets and you're handling uh, social media, your interviews, um, you know, all all this crap. There's pressure in writing better music, you know, obviously because you want to go better. Then you have videos, then you have photos, and coming up with money to pay for all these things. Um, plus, we're, and we're all handling daytime jobs. It's not like we're doing it. This is the only thing we're doing. Kids. So, yeah, well, I didn't know one had kids at the time. So um, my kids came after the fact, but uh, I would, there's no way in hell I would have been able to handle all that. It would have been absolutely impossible. Oh, it's impossible. so difficult. There's, there's only, there's like the years that you can't do shit. It's like one through five. You can't mm-hmm. do shit in those years. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's, I and that's, I'm, I'm, did not do shit. I mean, all I did was gig. That's it. I didn't write a damn thing. <laughs> it's just gigging. Yeah. And that's like, like, so I'm trying to like schedule my shit around like all that now, because I think I, I almost think it's um, because it's so overwhelming social media. It's so overwhelming, you know, this platform, that platform and streaming, whatever. I think it's more important to get in touch with people individually, if anything, now to get people to um, listen to your music or to buy into whatever you're doing. And to actually hear you, yeah, you gotta um, get them one by one. It's I, it, I really do think you'd find more one by one than running ads on an Instagram, you know. And, and it, it's it's the way of simulating touring, because um, when we like we would have all these crazy opportunities that come up with us because we were touring. I remember once we were in New Orleans and we were doing a show and we were playing that night, but we happened to get there like the night before. Well, actually, we were playing a night, like a Monday night, and we got there Sunday night or something like that. I'm like, fuck it. Let's just hang out Sunday night, talk to people then. So we did. And then Monday morning rolls around, and then we talk to the bar, and they were open because it's 24-7 in New Orleans. So we're like, talk to the bar, and like, hey, listen, can we just play right now just for the fuck of it? And like, yeah, okay, I don't give a shit. So we we play at like one in the afternoon, like on a Monday. Like, who the oh, fuck yeah. is, who the fuck is doing that? So we load all our gear in. We do our a set and do our thing. Then we do a thing at night and it was good. Like three months later, I get an email. Um, we sold like two CDs at that one, one o'clock in the afternoon thing. I get an email from a guy. He's like, hey, I was at your set at one in the afternoon at that thing on Monday. And um, I run a festival in Alabama. I want oh, you guys to come yeah. down. I want you guys to come down and play the main stage. And um you know, we'll put you up in a hotel for two nights and we'll all food and all drinks and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, all right. So we did that for two years and um, they were really awesome. We met a lot of really cool people and we got paid a ton of cash to do it. And we would have never gotten it if we didn't get up at do like a noon, <laughs> a noon one in the afternoon spot at Monday, <laughs> you know, in the French quarter. Um, so like you always just got to do it and go out, put something out there and hopefully you know, you, you land something, but if you don't, you don't, but if you do, it's awesome. You know, right. you got to try, you know, it's just to second guess yourself. It's, it's almost kind of silly. 
you know, right. in a way. Like there's no, so no reason to really second guess yourself and anything you're really doing. You just got to keep pushing forward in one shape it or is. another. It's like it's every day. I mean, I wake up and I go, oh, I make the list. What do I have to do today? And no matter how bad I don't like it or like it, I just get the shit done. You know, and just just push, just push. And even like um, if there's like a writing block kind of a day, you know, where you're just writing something and you're just like, God, that sucks so bad. Just go ahead and just finish it. You can come back to it tomorrow, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that's why I just tell I tell people just, hey, just throw out your cell phone, fucking record on your cell phone. You don't need all the microphones. You need all this shit in between. Put your cell phone down. You'll hear it. You'll, You'll know if it's good or not. Right. You'll know if you could work with it. Just like remove as many barriers as humanly possible so you get it done. Right. Rather than give yourself so many excuses not to finish. Right. Or not to start or not even have an option. And then you just got to say yes. Like another one is like saying yes. When somebody comes to me and says, hey, let's write something to get something together. I cannot blow them off. I have to just say yes, because I don't know where that's going to go or what it's going to lead to or what crazy shit it's going to spark, you know, just nutty, insane awesomeness can come out of it or nothing, you know? And I would, I would relate that to accepting the gig, you know, like, you know, we would have people like we, we, we'd play lots of shows. Um, you do get to a point where you don't want to play too much locally because you saturate your own market and you kind of cannibalize yourself. Right. But we had no problem driving three hours to play a bar. No problem with that. So they say, hey, listen, you want to play a bar? Okay. Are you there? And they're not even, no guarantee, nothing. Just show up and fucking do your thing. Right. Because um, it was a foot in the door and a chance to talk to more people. Right. So where a lot of other bands might say, oh, we got to drive three hours. I don't want to do it. Fucking band. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That shit does not matter. Because you're not going to get paid the money you think you're going to get paid unless you're fucking Miley, you know, Cyrus or something like that. That's right. Like, it's just not going to happen. Well, you know, we depending on, like, really short money. And it's like, man, that's not even worth it. I mean, for you to be dependent on a couple hundred dollars, it's it's kind of lame because all of the time that you're putting into just getting to the gig, loading into the gig, loading out, it. It, practicing for the gig it doesn't add up so why are you complaining about a 100 bucks you, know, you have for, to yeah for, for sure yeah you have to enjoy it you have to really love it and that's when you when you know you got your gang together is when everyone's like all right let's fucking go i don't even care right. let's do it let's, i just want to play i just mm-hmm. i just want to play nobody people just want to like enjoy <laughs> the experience and right. do what they want to do yeah but as soon as they turn turn around where's my money you know, it's kind of like, well, the fuck, we didn't even do anything. Like right. we're playing, we're playing a local bar, dude. Like, why would you right. expect money? Right. This is, you know, <laughs> it's, I know, it's crazy. I know. I'm feeling you, man. I'm feeling you. It's almost yeah. like people get this big old head, and it's kind of like, well, do you really even want to be in music if you're putting these kind of limitations on yourself? You know, I mean, sure. For one, just love to do it. Because when they when they join the band, when they first join up, they're like, man, I just want to play. I want to play. I want to play. And you're like, okay, I got us some gigs. Well, that one's not paying. Or that one doesn't pay enough. And then they start complaining. And it's like, I thought you wanted to play. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I know. <laughs> I've got you some gigs. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, uh, but it's personalities. That's all a part of the whole thing that makes it so stressful. It's dealing with just so many different personalities and you can't control people. They're going to do I what know. they do. And, and you just got to go with the flow and just do what you want to do. You know, oh, really. It's nuts. It's nuts. I mean, good thing I'm good with bands. I mean, we, of course, we've all had our, like, we've all had our weird shit. But I'm always the chick hanging with the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> listen to Pantera drinking keto beers. That's right. That's right. I like to work out and listen to Pantera. <laughs> then drink my keto beer after. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing it the right that, way. That is me. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so what's the what's the next step here? What are you doing? You doing vinyl? Uh, Oh God, I wish, right? I'm I'm only doing singles right now. I'm working on an EP. It's gonna be a big whopping five songs. Okay. Um it's gonna take forever for me to finish. It just it just is. It's it's like I have I've got like a little goal chart sitting out where I'm gonna finish one every I get it written in two weeks and then you know and then it gets mixed and mastered and blah 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 and I'm way behind. It's just it's just like so slow. Um, so that's that's one goal is to get the EP. And now you've got me like thinking of all how I did my name wrong, and I'm like, maybe I should <laughs> take some damn songs down. Well, I was thinking about just taking some shit down once I really found my own sound. Just take some shit down and just be done with it. You know, it's true. I mean, it's um, it's really your choice to. I wouldn't do anything hastily or anything like that but like, no I'm uh, not. but i mean i was thinking about it i was like you know once i really get my sound going because this last song i put out this raft that kind of, it's got some hits it's about it's about to hit a thousand hits uh, for streaming I, I don't know what's good and what's not for being a nobody i think it's pretty good mm-hmm. because we just released it uh last month so right. I think that's pretty good, but that's really not my sound. I think it's getting there, but that's, um, that was more his sound. So that was more his sound. Yeah. Like a guitar player sound. Yeah. It was started out with a bass line and then I, I wrote on top of it and then I kind of just chopped his stuff up and arranged it and then had him write another guitar line on top of it. It's cool though that you just you're just trying stuff to maybe spur some some other shit out of you. You know, you you won't know it until you you kind of get there. You know, and you'll hear a song that you did and be like, oh fuck, well, that's kind of cool. I didn't know I'd like this, but I kind of do. And but I think I want to do it better. You know, or more like this or more like that. But at least you're putting yourself out there to do it. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. No, it's that cool. Egg. It's it's uh. I think you and a lot of other people are doing the same thing though. Everyone's kind of confused and trying to do things and it's hard to navigate through COVID situation as far as their, as well as their local uh, situation with, you know, who's available, who's not available and money and who's got money, who doesn't have money and all that kind of shit. You already have personalities linked to it to begin with because it's music. Right. Um, Yeah. I kind of, you know, I just wanted to, kind of reach out and see you know what i see you hustling doing your thing talk to you about it and Man, I am you know hustling dude thank yeah, you because just... i'm hustling it is like i'm gigging i haven't stopped gigging i gigged all the way through covid i just freaking went on out on a whim and started doing a duet which is really out of the norm for me i mean i'm like hard rocking you know 
right. and then I get, went into a little duet. It's like, hello, how's everybody <laughs> today? We made like a cup of tea. You know, it was just weird. It was like just funky. And now it's back rocking. And so it's like, we're all just trying to find ourselves again. And then I did kind of find my kind of style and sound through all this. And it's just Good. not out yet. And it's like, wow, all you'll see a lot of backlog COVID from 2000 coming out this year. You know, it's just like slowly just going to creep out. Yeah, that's what happens. You know, mm-hmm. some things just kind of like circulate and stir forever. And then eventually they come out and stuff. And then. And then when it comes out, you're like, all right, it's out. What's next? You know, and then you go right. on to the next thing and then the next thing and the next thing. And it, mm-hmm. I, I think that, you know, the biggest thing that sucks is just you just can't play live as much as you'd want to. And that's really the way to do it. As much as people want to just pretend like they don't have to tour and they could just social media the shit out of their stuff and feel like they'll get somewhere and you won't. You right. won't. It's not going to happen. It happens to one out of a billion bands who can manage to be the biggest thing through social media it just doesn't happen it's networking it's touring it's talking it's partying it's nagging someone maybe or whatever um that's the only way to progress like it really is and covid destroyed that and man (laughs) i look at these people that are like they'll they'll be playing guitar on instagram all day long Fuck that. every morning i wake up there's like these people that are just playing and they're getting crazy amounts of hits and i'm like man i just don't have the time to sit there and record myself all day and then i gotta edit the damn thing yeah <laughs> but it, but it's like it's weird because you see that and you don't know what's real what's not too and that's another thing i think people really need to take into consideration um let's put it this way so for we did an experiment Carly. Um, so an indie label uh, called Paveway records um, wanted to put Carl, the misfit saint stuff out. So they did that and they reached out to someone on Fiverr. Have you ever used Fiverr before? Yep. Okay. So they reached out to someone on Fiverr to promote it uh, on Spotify, whoever they send it out to, you know, next day they had 6,000 listeners. Oh, on, on her EP, right? That's kind of quick. Yeah, yeah. If you look at it now, I think it's like maybe twenty. See, you know, so weird. it's not it's not real stuff. It's not real. I know another band that just puts their shit on repeat all day long in their Spotify account. Like they just listen to their own EP to drive up their listens, and but it doesn't drive up their listener account. No, it's not. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake news. You know, it's yeah. just like People's- it's just. You can tell who's real and who's not because they'll go through waves. Like, I'll, when I release something, I'll get, like, so many listeners. And then when it's when I haven't released anything for a while, it goes down to nothingness. <laughs> then it'll go right. Yeah, and, and, it, and the thing, too, is that the labels know this. They know right. the games you're doing. It doesn't make a difference. It right. doesn't at all make a fucking difference. They could see right through it. You're wasting your time. Listen to yeah. other music to influence you to write better music. Don't waste your time listening to your own music, thinking that your own streams are going to make you famous or some shit like that. Right. It's it's so fucking crazy on how that works. Like and then how wh- all the Twitter people, like the Twitter community, there's a huge um, 
musician artist like community on Twitter that, and we all support each other, but there, it seems to me, it's such a race to please go listen, please go say self-serving, please it's, do this, please do that. And it's like, okay, now I'm supposed to be promoting. So I get that. Like I'm supposed to be setting that out there. Like here's my new song. It's coming. It's coming. Here's my new song. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And I'm supposed to do that. But then it's like, it's, does it really fucking matter? <laughs> no it doesn't because it's not going to go anywhere it just isn't you need you need a you need a killer music video with it to to uh give it some life too um and you need to talk to you need to be out there making waves like that's just the way it is you know it's not um if you're lucky you could get on like a radio station but even like with our thing like our local rock radio is a bunch of pile of shit you know we had um we played a festival uh, in upstate New York and we were the only band, the only unsigned band on the main stage. There were two main stages at this festival and we were playing with some big ass fucking bands. Like it it was pretty ridiculous on what we were doing. Like we pull up our van, like we have a 15 passenger van, right? I'm sitting in it right now. Um, Awesome. I'm in the van. Yeah. I'm there. Van, I got my pants off too, just like everybody else. Yeah, you gotta be comfortable. <laughs> Eating some cheese. You have eclectic cheeses, you know. And then, <laughs> like next to us, so as we're pulling into where we go, we pass Nikki Six's uh, bus, who has his big fucking head on the fucking paint job on his bus. Oh and then we then we park next to Seven Dust and Trivium, and they all have like, you know, the coach bus with the trailer on the back. You know, so we're in this world. The other stage was headlined by Megadeth. And, you know, we were the only ones representing, like, unsigned music at this festival. And we made our way just by making connections and showing up and doing the show and are people liking it and, want, you know, wanting to help push what we were doing. And the local radio station was actually selling tickets to that show. And we went to the local radio station and said, hey, listen, we're the only unsigned band. We're from Long Island and we're playing the show. Can you give us some airtime to promote ourselves and the show since you're already doing free tickets to the show and you're promoting as well? They said no. Well, you know, so like that's local radio. That's mm-hmm. like that's thousands of people listen to that. It was a heavy rotation rock station here in Long Island. And they just pissed all over supporting it. Then when you listen to the to the radio station, like support local music and get the fucking shit. But then they don't. Then they don't because you're not paying them for airtime. You know, so, you know, you really just got to hustle and be in it for yourself and really just push, push, push. And we didn't go to the radio station to get that show. We did a lot of mileage of touring to get to that show. Um and just and just talking to people and putting on good shows every time right uh so you know people you know play you know there's only so much you can do obviously with covid because you can't play shows so you got to do whatever you can do which is going to social media or just being creative in some way to connect to someone every gig you can get you Mm -hmm. just cannot care where it's at it's like we just didn't care adam and i did not care i was like dude i just want to play it i was like are you game and he was like, yeah, I'm game to play anywhere right now. Yeah. And then the next thing I know, I've got a write-up in the newspaper about 
and it's from it's from northwest arkansas i live in hot springs which is south of northwest arkansas very south and okay. uh, and they did a write-up on me about how they call our town spa city about how they named hot springs music city because i was playing it everywhere because i played all the way through covid we didn't totally shut down like everybody else did. Right, right, right. So, and I was like on the cover. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. cool. Just Sweet. just like for like just pushing, just pushing. And how did they get a hold of you? Like, did they talk to you? Did they interview you? Did they? No, they just did an awesome write-up of me. Yeah, I put, it on my, I put it on my website because that's a keeper. And then that's I cool. emailed the guy and thanked him. I just found who wrote it and thanked him kindly for it never got a reply back Ah, <laughs> uh, that's 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 the part that sucks i was gonna ask you if you ever contacted them and oh yeah i totally yeah. thanked him for it i was like but i i got a hold of the newspaper i couldn't get a hold of him directly and i said just find this guy and tell him thank you so much and he wants to reach out nothing ah uh, yeah that, that was a nice that's a nice favor isn't it though yeah it's like um, some radio station played me um, today. It was an internet radio station, and I had no idea. They just sent me a thing on the internet and was like, it was on Twitter, I think, and tagged me and said, we're playing you right now. I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's like that. I remember one of the, the first airplay we got was down in Savannah, Georgia, and... um our buddies that were living down there were like, dude, I just heard you on the radio down here. Like, what the awesome? fuck? That's so fucking random. And uh, it was just so cool. Like just to hear those things that, you know, can happen, you know, and man, it's just, it's random. <laughs> it <laughs> it's, is. You can't plan it. It just happens and you just got to do it and just hope you get those random moments. Right. Kind of, kind of a deal. Yeah. It doesn't always translate to a lot of people at the show. But sometimes it translates into like, even if it's maybe it's five extra people that you didn't know. And those five people bought CDs or something like that. Right. I remember um, a show that we did and uh, we were traveling down to North Carolina and uh, we did a couple of shows in Virginia and, and some other spots on the way down. And I think my wife came with us for that because we have uh, friends in Raleigh, North Carolina. And she, I was, she didn't, she hasn't, she never traveled with us that far before. Mm -hmm. so it was like her first like you know taste of what it's like to just be in a van with a bunch of people like like homeless Lots people more or less like yeah homeless hippies sleeping on random people's floors and shit like that and corn dogs from the <laughs> just going to like the local gas station for shit but um we played uh this this venue in virginia and you know made um maybe 20 30 people came out to the show but they were there for us and uh you know we live nowhere by this area of virginia they and we saw saw you guys yeah and um they we sold like i don't know close to like 150 200 worth of merchandise from those people you know and she got to see a street it. team, man. They got on the she, street and came and saw you guys. Yeah. So she got to see it in person. Like, Oh, this is what's going on. I was like, yeah. Oh. Like, uh, cause she was handling the, the merchandise and stuff and take credit cards, you can take credit cards, take credit cards, use square or something like that, whatever, whatever's out there. You know, it works. It, it happens little by little. It does work, but it's a grind. 
<laughs> there's no way around that. It's going to be a grind, whatever it is. Yeah. And I feel like um, the moment I started like really focusing, because you can really focus during the whole shutdown on the whole social media part of it. I think none of us were really, well, I'm not saying none of us, but the majority of musicians, I would think live musicians were not really focusing on the social media side of it until the shutdown. And then we were like, you know, I can't really do anything. So how about I get my numbers up or how about I try to make a video or, you know what I mean? It was just something to do. Just need to do something. We were all kind of stuck. We couldn't, we couldn't practice. We couldn't gig. It was just, what are you going to do? Yeah, for sure. I don't know where I went with that, but you know. No, and it's a thought that everyone's kind of having. Like, what the fuck do I do now? Do I just do this or do that? I think, you know, bottom, in the end, I think you just got to work on your songwriting craft and uh, keep recording, keep working on it, keep recording, keep working on it, keep, you know, fine-tuning your craft, finding out who you are, and then... Which is ever-changing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then you know, what you're good at, what you're not good at, you know, you got to discover who you are as an artist and all that kind of stuff, and best content is your best chance at being at doing something with it because you could put out a million songs that are like half-assed and you know you're not like fully behind it or something like that and it's not going to translate to more or less anything like maybe you get lucky maybe you get lucky and something ends up somewhere and you get a payday out of it or something but um that would be a that would be success for me just mm -hmm. being able to like sync up like this doing this like little film that success to me just those little things like that is success it makes me feel like okay i'm worthy to be part of that you know because there's so many people that they don't even they don't even get to play live they don't even get to sync up with anything you know what i mean and it's like right, so right, I right. Even just get that far i'm so very thankful that anybody's even paying attention one little penny you know just that's that's enough so i'm i'm happy where i'm at i mean it's it's great that's awesome that's awesome to hear amy and uh i'm you know i'm i'm watching i'm listening i'm waiting for all your the shit that's coming out for you and uh it was, it was you know really... i want to send it i just want to send it to you in a big old fat email but i can't <laughs> yeah hold on hold it on yeah, send me any anything and everything you want. If you want us to listen to it or whatever and just give a two cents on it, we're, we're cool with that. No, um, then I'd go re-record it before I free it. It's done. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You, I, I get it, I get it. I just want you to hear the metal one. I think I'm going to send you the metal one. Awesome. But you have to go listen to Bleed the Sky first, and then you'll kind of get, get an idea of his sound. I'm definitely going to fucking listen to that for sure yeah and what i was dealing with and it was just it's so out of my like it was a, it, and I, I enjoyed it because it was just such a step out of my box that i was like yes it was like a breath of fresh air it was like eating a brand new freaking sandwich <laughs> <laughs> it was like all right those are the best it. sandwiches when it's new uh, and no. un and uneaten and you get to eat all of it I know it was freaking awesome. I was like, "This is nuts," but I'm doing it. Okay, let's Sweet. go. Nice, yeah. awesome. Well, I'm happy for you, Amy, and uh, thank you. Thank, thank you for taking the call. It's cool, and you know, we're talking the future. We could do it in the future as well. You know, you're you're our first subject. You're the guinea pig of this oh, whole shit. experiment. Yeah, 
Yeah, you okay, were chosen. Well, you were the chosen one. Want to, you know, help out, see if I can give you like a new internet footprint, you know, something out there that's not murdering or anything. Thank you. And, uh, I haven't talked on the phone like this since 1989. Uh, that's all I do. That's all I do is <laughs> fucking talk to people like this. It's like, this is, this is, this is basically uh, what touring was like for us. It was just like never ending phone calls talking to people at bars like forever and that's another part of this podcast that i kind of wanted to emulate because oh it's yeah a, it, about it's, it's, how you have to work the crowd you have to work your way around on your breaks or even just um like we, we never did breaks we never did like multiple sets or anything like that we just did one set that was it blah 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 and then people would talk to you while you're packing up you know talking about random shit you know, mo- a Motorhead album, a fucking beer, or food, where you guys from, you know. We had some dude from West Virginia tell us, like, oh, you made me happier than a dog with two pigs. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? But thank you for telling me, because I'll never forget that fucking thing. Oh, you know, it's okay. it's like, so it's like that type of shit, you know, and there's, there's a lot of just gab involved, like the art of gab, you know, that's that's in it to... to that I wanted to kind of like bring out because we used to, you know, just bullshit in the van. You know, we got to drive eight hours. All right, what do you want to talk about? Music and shit. Right. Music right. and more shit. Music and more shit. And listen to the band CDs that we got from that night that from that we played with. You know, and we listen to all this music. Like, well, this is awesome. Why don't I, I ever... Who the fuck's going to hear this besides us right now? <laughs> yeah. You know, so I wanted to try to like bring those bands out there. And with Spotify, I could do that. Spotify, oh, the internet, and all that kind of stuff, and I could kind of just like throw them on playlists and promote them and stuff. And so, that's the whole objective here. So that's kind of what I, my goal is to just get people to focus in on some other music. You know, you know what I like about y'all's podcast? I like when you guys tell me what you're drinking, and, no. <laughs> and I also like when you guys are eating something. Oh like, yeah. And then, yeah, so it's like, oh, they're eating. I'm going to eat, too. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you could join us. Yeah, it's a lot of it's like, join we're us. You're going to hear you guys chewing on there. We're, it's we're eating chicken. Cool. We're eating chicken nuggets, mostly. Yeah. Or yeah. bagel bites. It's always like toddler food. <laughs> but with, like, rum from grandma's liquor cabinet. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. You know, it's it's kind of like how we roll. Yeah, yeah. I totally like it but yeah it's all fun and good man i yeah carly's funny too she makes me laugh man she is funny yeah it's uh we've had a lot of experiences together for sure and all the random bullshit that we've gotten ourselves into over the, <laughs> over the years <laughs> yeah, anyway, like, it was just bizarre uh, this, the musical adventure will leave you lead you on a crazy life adventure for sure you know it meet, right hey i'm talking to you I don't I know, know who the fuck right? you are. You live in Hot Springs Park or some shit. Like, I know. It, it brings people together. And I think that's really awesome. And I, I know. We're you know. going to meet one day. It'll happen. It'll happen. All right, man. Thank you. No problem. Have a good one, Amy. And right. um, I'll pimp your shit. <laughs> All right. All right. Have a good night. <laughs> Bye. All right, later. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.